Hey, good morning, everyone. This is the froggy, pillaged pastor. I've been dealing with a head cold for the last like five days, body aches for like the last seven days. It's getting insane. And I woke up thinking, man, I still crawl out of bed. I'm still getting up. I'm still moving forward and I'm still trying to go to work. Yesterday, I went to my office. Within an hour and a half, I turned around, went right back home, tried to do some work from home. But uh, just to keep plugging along, what else am I going to do? Sit there and feel sorry for myself? Not this guy. Not going to happen. I do that in other ways, not by not going to work. I feel sorry for myself in other ways, not by going to get a job done. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about being humbled. If you were to be humbled today, in what way would you be humbled? How would God humble you? How would other people say you need to be humbled? Not a real popular topic, is it? I mean, immediately you might want to just tune me out because you're like, I don't even want to think about how I need to be humbled. And then those who actually are ready for some thought, you know, thinking, and uh, I'm not going to get you thinking too deep. Just uh, think about it just a little bit and it will help. Kid you not, man, you bring this up just you know, as part of your morning, you'll think about it throughout the day. It's not meant to stress you out. It's not meant to make you feel uncomfortable. So grab your coffee. Stay tuned. So I woke up this morning and being that I've been dealing with this head cold, these body aches, and I'm thinking, what's up with this? I never get sick. I know it possibly could be stress related, right? Your immune system's down or, you know, what have you. And, you know, you're working too hard, you're thinking too hard or overthinking and uh, stressing yourself out. Next thing you know, you come down with a cold. It causes you to slow down when that's the last thing you need to be doing is slowing down, but feeling like you just got to like get to the grind, right? Like, double fist in your Red Bulls and whatnot. I mean, that's what I feel I need to be doing right now, but uh, it's not going to happen. Even though I try to wake up and I try to encourage myself, it's just going nowhere. But is it? Because we know that for us who are believers, all things work together. Even a sickness can come together, be used in one way to glorify God, right? The enemy would like to use it for the defeat of all. And I'm even thinking about Toby, you know, good old Toby who recently passed away. The country singer, one of my heroes in high school because we had all gone country, right? We had all gone country in the 90s. Everybody who's anybody uh, went country, you know, but thinking about him battling with cancer for, I believe, several years. And he's taken out, but he stayed positive till the end, writing even a great song. Don't let the old man in. Don't let the old man in. I'm not going to let this old man defeat me. I'm getting up out of bed. But what if this is all part of even being humbled? Like, Ryan, you're trying to do things on your own. So I'm going to let you get sick. Does God let people get sick? I believe he does. God allows for people to get sick. He's not the author of sickness. If anything, we are. 
He's not the author of sickness. And don't go into a big old debate about whether God's the author of sickness or not, giving us even the opportunity to sin. We still made the decision to sin. Can't blame it on the big guy. All right. But regardless, woke up. How will God use this sickness to glorify him for something good? Is it a way to allow me in this time to slow down and be humbled, to take inventory of my life? How about you? If you needed to be humbled, in what way would you be humbled today? What way would God humble you today? Would he allow you to lose a job? Would he allow you to get sick? Would he allow you to have to skip several paychecks? No sales, right? Would he allow you to struggle in a relationship? Would he allow you to lose your car? I don't know. Someone keys it. You lose it for a week because you were worshiping in one way or another. Lame example, but you get what I'm saying. Like there's things that kind of bring us down a notch off the high horse when we're riding it. And some people don't even know when we're riding the high horse. Someone else has to point it out and say, man, you sound a little prideful. You sound a little prideful. And you know what happens when you're too prideful? You know what happens and what it says about those who are a little too prideful? Don't go there. Don't do that. James 4.10 says, humble yourself before God before the Lord. If you do that, he's going to lift you up. I mean, how can, if you're constantly lifting your yourself up, you're giving no opportunity for God to lift you up. So if you're walking around all prideful, all puffed up, all purdy, you're giving God no opportunity to actually lift you up in a way that actually matters, that it's real. It's not just a facade, but you're constantly going around all prideful. In one way, I know guys that I look up to them because what you could possibly say is prideful, is confidence. So I'm not going to say that everybody who I say, well, man, that guy's pretty prideful. What if it's just confidence? Shoot, I wish I had some confidence every once in a while like that guy, right? Who am I to pass judgment? I look in envy and I might say, well, that, that person's really prideful. You know, at the same time, there's aspects of that pride that are great. This confidence, maybe that breeds pride. Who knows? This confidence, a belief in yourself a recognition of your talents, a recognition of your skills. And it just goes down the wrong path, you know, to a bad sort of pride, if you will, right? Does that guy need to be humbled? I think we all need to be humbled. Why? Because we're all bent in a way to where we can take that path. I was thinking about it. I mentioned it the other day that on my way to work, I pass many homeless people in different state of minds under different influences. And I thought, here's a humble individual who's been completely humbled for whatever reason. I'm not going to pass judgment, think about his past life, what he might have done to sin if he could actually go and get a job right now. It's not my job to think about his job or his potential for a job. But I can think, what if that guy went in a day from rags to riches and was put in a place of, you know, blessing as we define it, wealth, 
and he goes from rags to riches. How would that change his mindset? For some people, they really do go from rags to riches and they are humbled by it. They recognize and appreciate the opportunity. They count their blessings and they'll tell you how they count their blessings. And then there are those that I believe, however you're made up, is that you go from rags to riches and it turns you into a mean son of a, you know, it makes you not a good person. You do become prideful. Look what the universe has handed me or look what God has handed me or the gods have handed me and they didn't hand you this. So I have a reason to be prideful. You get what I'm saying though. I think we're all capable of going one direction or the other. I wonder if my state, my living circumstances, where I find myself this morning, the blessings that I have around me, but also saying, hey, I'm in want in many ways, as we all are. What if I had all of those wants, all of those wishes handed to me on a silver, now, 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 a gold platter, 24 hours later, man, I'm off to the Bahamas. I'm playing. I got cash in my pocket. My bills are paid. My taxes are paid. I'm feeling good. Would that really be the best thing for me? Would that really be the best thing for you? Only God knows. I wouldn't turn it away. There's many people though that have won the lottery and they said that they would have been better off if they had never won the lottery. You've heard their stories. I mean, look it up, man. One person after another whose life falls apart after coming into millions of dollars by way of the lottery. Lives fall apart. Wish that I had never had this money. I wouldn't have these troubles. And they're humbled once again and maybe more receptive to the voice of the Lord, the things of God, the things that matter for eternity. Humble yourselves before the Lord. Let him lift you up. One of the most, you know, popular Bible verses uh, on humility is this one. James 4.10. Humble yourselves, right? One of the most popular Bible verses uh, on humility. And here's another one, Proverbs 22, four, for whoever exalts himself is going to be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Actually, I believe that is Luke 14, 11. go up to Proverbs 22, four though, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life by humility and fear in God. Will you have riches and be, uh, and honor, be honored and have life because you're humble and you fear God. I mean, those are two things you could take into the day right now, like humble yourself and fear God, be humble and fear God. First Peter five, six is therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, in due time. In due time, it's not like, you know, God oftentimes works over a season, over a year, over 10 years, perhaps to get something, you know, planted deep in your soul and producing fruit. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, his timing, right? I'll take that to the bank right there because 
I can, I can bite into that. I really can. I look at a verse like that and I'm like, I, I, I need to practice continuous humility. I need to practice continuous faith. I need to practice, be continuously disciplined in my life. I need to practice continuous, continuous purity in my life so that God recognizes this pattern of this pattern of obedience, this pattern of living up to good principle. And over time, you are exalted in one way or another. I don't care about being exalted and rewarded and recognized among people. I really don't. I mean, I'm not there. I want to be recognized definitely by God because someday I'm going to go home to him. I want to be recognized by my kids for working hard and having good things, giving, being able to give them good things without a doubt. I want that, but I don't really care what anybody else thinks. I don't need to be exalted before anybody. I don't really care. I don't think I'll ever care about that again. Do I want to be recognized though for doing a good job and working hard? Heck yeah. I don't even know anymore if I want to be recognized for being such a great person. It's a lot of responsibility. Boy, that guy, Ryan, he's such a great person. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not a great person, man. If you got into my thought life, if you got into my head, into that world up there on my shoulders, you would not find a good man. And I imagine that many of you are the same way, all polished on the outside. And hey, I'm not saying being polished on the outside, being respectful and polite, being kind, being generous, all of those things. I mean, that we do need to do that. Why do you do that? Is it because it's part of your soul? Is it because you're humble? It's who you are? Or is it a facade? If it's coming out like that, man, you're being good to people and it's a season, it's a year, it's more. I mean, that's just, that is who you are. Then that's who you are. Perhaps it is coming from the heart and God bless you, right? I, I love that when I see good things, good things coming from the heart, manifesting themselves in behaviors. It's a, a, a great, great thing. And I'm thankful for it. But you ain't going to jump on a roller coaster through this brain of mine, you know, this head of mine as if we're at, you know, Disney World. Nope, not going to happen. More likely, it would be like a horror ride, right? Be like an amped up Pirates of the Caribbean, dark, <laughs> you know. Really, though? No, that's why I need Jesus, and that's why you need Jesus as well. We're talking about humility. Let's take a short break and close it out. So if you were to be humbled today, in what way would God humble you? How would God tighten the screws, if you will, on your life, your heart, your behavior? How would he humble you? How would you humble yourself? Stand back for a second. Get outside of yourself. Look in the mirror. And instead of looking in the mirror and saying, I'm gorgeous, I'm a good looking guy. 
right? I got a lot of things going for me and now I'm going to go make tons of money. I mean, instead of doing that, right? Step back from yourself. It's not always wrong to think positively. I believe God was the first positive thinker. He's the first one to teach us to think positively, to only think about good things. Making money is a good thing, right? But if you were to stand outside of yourself, would you like yourself? Do you like other people that are like you? You know, I don't always like other people that I think are kind of like me that have some of my qualities. I don't, I don't necessarily like those kind of people. And I love hanging out with people that are amplifying these things in me that I don't like. And I leave their presence. And I'm like, shoot, man, I got a lot of work to do. Am I really like that? Am I, am I such a downer? Am I so negative? I don't like that about myself. Am I constantly criticizing, picking other people apart? I don't like that, that, that about myself. I need to be humbled. I need to be humbled in that area so that I'm not offending other people. I'm not offending the Lord. I'm not walking and living in bitterness. Man, you're going to have a heart attack. You're going to have a stroke if you live like that, right? Don't go there. You don't need to do that. In what way do you need to be humbled? Do you really believe, I mean, that you really have exalted and um, the almighty dollar? And here's the thing that you don't get. Well, I shouldn't say you don't get it. I believe that a lot of people don't understand this, that you can worship money and not have any money. It's not just people who have money that worship money, right? You can have zero money and worship money. Money's the answer for everything, right? Money's going to get you out of this trouble or out of that trouble. Money's going to set your life right before everybody Money's going to put you in a place of comfort and joy and peace. Could that possibly be worship of money? That's a topic for a whole other day. That's a topic for a whole other day. But what about those individuals who worship the mighty dollar, whether they're wealthy or not? Do they need to be humbled and, and in what way? Those who aren't generous, do they need to be humbled and in what way? Are you excited about how fit you are, how good looking you are, how many you know, miles that you can run and then how, how fast you can run them miles, how much weight you can lift? Are you excited about how clean your teeth are and how you've never had to have, a, like a, you've had, never had a cavity? I don't know. I'm, now I'm being ridiculous. But the idea is, is in what way if God needed to, to humble you just to make sure that you're not, you're looking less at self and more toward him less itself and more toward him thinking about providing for others just as much if not more than self thinking about what you can do for others instead of always thinking about what you can do for self things that would make you a better person perhaps make you the person you actually desire to be god i wish i was that way i wish i cared about people as much as that person because you know i don't what would it take for me to be a caring person toward others Maybe it takes being humbled and everything stripped from your life, everything taken from you in order to then have compassion on another. How does God need to humble you? Today, it's a question worth asking ourselves as we go into this day. It's not a stressful question. It's just saying, hey, God, am I prideful? Is pride keeping me, again, from your best? 
This is the pillage pasture. Grace come down for such a sinner as I and for such a sinner as you.